what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast. We're going to talk today about something that may be current and relevant to you on today, or maybe something that you can definitely resonate with. There's a time where you're like, oh, where was this word when I needed it? But this is something that is tender because it has to do with these deep desires and what the Bible calls secret petitions of our hearts. So I've entitled this, There Will Come a Time. There will come a time because the father of the faith, right? Abraham, this actually comes from Romans 4, 18 to 22, says this, against all hope, Abraham in hope believed and so became the father of many nations, just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring be. So I believe You know, we have so many models of the faith in the word, but Abraham for sure is one of them. And against all hope, he hoped, (laughs) right? So he had no reason to believe. He had every reason not to believe. It would have been easier to not believe, right? Um, However, I, I believe too that at times that could make our lives more difficult when we choose to to just give up and not believe and just, you know, move forward. Sometimes that that's the hardest thing to do is to believe, but we end up having a really difficult time when we choose not to. So I have a saying about dreams, right? You can either pursue them or you can let them haunt you, <laughs> right? It's so deep and so true, but you know, these desires that God put in our hearts and even the dreams that God put in our heart, he didn't put them there to torment us, right? He He put them there so that we could discover them and bring them to pass with him, right? Not necessarily for him, but with him, because God is a God of connection and a God of relationship. And that might not be how you've had relationship with God or how you know God, but it definitely is possible. And he desires that companionship with us. So, There will come a time, right, when you step into the promise, when you step into the fulfillment of that thing that you've been praying for, when you experience yourself walking in the impossible, where God moves suddenly on your behalf and blows your mind by how he shows up for you, where God literally shoots your faith up to another level by how he shows up for you. There will come a time where that is so, right? Where where the yes and amen is your reality, where those things that God whispered to you, those impressions that the Holy Spirit impressed upon your spirit, 
those prophetic words, there will come a time when they come to pass. There will come a time when they come to pass. So are you ready? That's essentially the question that I'm asking for you because there is nothing that actually serves us better than moving forward with hope and moving forward in joy and moving forward in trust and moving forward in surrender. That is so, so great for our overall health and well-being, right? Just do the opposite and you'll understand where I'm coming from, where you move in negativity, where you move as a, a victim or with an orphan spirit living separated from God, where you live and anger and frustration, right? That really is no way to live. And that's not the abundant life that God has for us. So I was reading in quiet time today, Psalm 37, four to five, and I'm going to read it with you because this is a truth that I'm standing on. And it's so, so powerful. Just hear it for yourself. Make God the utmost delight and pleasure of your life and he will provide for you what you desire the most. Give God the right to direct your life, and as you trust him along the way, you'll find out he pulled it off perfectly. I just love that. That's actually really behind my message, God's Vibes Matter. It's all about letting God be your delight, letting God direct your life, letting your pursuit be about aligning with God in all that you think, say, and do, getting your thought, getting your thought life to align with God's thoughts, getting your heart to come in sync with God's heart, right? Getting your plans to align with God's plans for your life, right? You know the difference of running out ahead of God or building something that God's not in or on, right? It's frustrating, it's overwhelming, it's stressful, and it all depends on you, right? But if you invite God into it, his hand is in it, right? So upgrade, when we think about upgrade, right? And when we think about leveling up our lives or you see different hashtags on social media these days, glow up and level up and all the things, right? It's really about who you become in God, right? The next level version of you in God. A lot of times we don't know all of the potential that God put deep down on the inside of us, all of the gold that's in us, right? But he says in Jeremiah, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you, right? Like God never had a question. He never had a doubt. He never had any of that going on inside of him when it came to how he saw us, how he viewed us and why he created to us. It was very clear to him and we are his masterpiece, right? So upgrading is literally becoming more in him, okay? So it's this internal freedom and this ability and authority that the Holy Spirit gives you and allows you to really show up authentically in your life and come to this new place in life and this new spiritual depth in how you show up in life, which gives a whole new meaning and purpose to your life. And so whenever you are in the in-between, which is a majority of life, the thing is, realize this, God is a God of process, okay? So the journey is so much better than arriving at the destination. So what are you doing in this time to enjoy God, to develop in God, to become more in God, to deepen your connection with God? Because as we want to go higher and as we want to influence more or expand more, as the word says, enlarge the place of our tent, we've got to go deeper with him. 
okay? And really going to the deeper places and and delving into the deeper things of God, it's not available for a casual seeker. Okay, and I'll give you an example of this in my own life. But we step into it by conducting ourselves passionately, right? We've got to have hunger. That's that's as simple as it is. So in my own story, I didn't know that I could have a relationship with God. I just thought that we were supposed to fear him. Not revere him, but fear him, right? Like, if I don't do what is right in God's sight, and sometimes I might not even know what is right or wrong, right? Then I'm just going to be in big trouble. So I had like a fear complex. I wasn't a a powerful and empowered believer. I was a fearful one, right? And what kind of an example is that, right? So when I realized that I could actually have relationship with God or when I was hungry for that, and I literally had a desperation, it was desperate to, to find God, right? When you're desperate for food, you will find something to eat. So I was desperate to find God, to find if he was real, <laughs> to find if I could hear him speak, to find out if the word would become active for me. I was hungry. So what that looked like, though, was I had to admit that there was no seeking involved in my side of the story, right? Like God could be pursuing me and he absolutely was, which was overwhelming in and of itself. Um, He was making his presence known to me often in this particular season where I was more enlightened, right? And so because of that, I knew that there was a time to this, that this is the time to seek the Lord, that this is the time to deep go deep with him, right? And so I decided that I need to make this easier for myself, right? Like I need to remove all distractions. There's going to be no TV watching. There's going to be no listening to the radio. There's going to be no going out for a season. I'm going to write. I'm going to read in the word of God. I'm going to journal. I'm going to learn how to pray (laughs) and what that even means or what that looks like for me. I'm going to get devotionals. I'm going to study. I'm going to serve but I'm going to pull back on all of my other pursuits so I can pursue the main thing and see what happens. And initially I thought that this would be a year of this, okay? Ended up not being that. However, because I still do this to this day. However, in that season, my seek was deep, okay? Like I would get up early and I wouldn't really consider myself a morning person. I'd spend two hours, no joke, before work and getting on with my day, just sitting on a sofa with a Bible, with a devotional, with my journal, and just seeing what would happen. Now, some days I was tired, some days nothing would happen, some days it would fly by, and I'm like, I don't even want to go to work right now, right? Um, But I would just show up, and I kept doing that. And sure enough, God met me where I was at. I started to really understand his word differently. I started crying, which was weird for me. Right. I just, you know, never considered myself really an emotional person. And suddenly he was doing a work in my heart where I was just moved to tears. I started serving and leading in the church and in ministry. I really started journaling what was on my heart. I started receiving fresh downloads and revelation from God. And really revelation is just a deeper understanding of God's word and of his truth that the Holy Spirit can can enlighten you with, right? And bring to your attention. So I just started growing in God, okay? Which was blowing my mind. And that made it exciting for me to continue to go after him. Now, I've also been in seasons too where it felt like I couldn't hear God. Right. But that didn't change my pursuit. That just changed how I showed up in the sense that I really wanted to know more about God's kingdom and what matters to God. So rather than just focusing on hearing from God, I changed what I was 
being led to learn or how I was being led to grow and develop. And that was in the things of the kingdom. So I enrolled in a three-year ministry program, (laughs) right? To continue to grow in my knowledge and my understanding. And I continued, you know, to read the word or would start serving in different capacities in the church. So I just want to encourage you that going deeper with God can look different in every season, but the main purpose of it is connection. It's not, you know, necessarily, you know, to to check it off your list or to make sure that you're quote unquote good, right? It's none of that. It's I need to connect with God. I know when I'm disconnected, so is everything else in my life. I know when I'm not connected with God, I'm not always thinking clearly. I don't always manage my emotions well. I don't always speak life, you know. Sometimes I speak cursing out of my mouth or, you know, the best version of me doesn't show up. And I know that there's there's a a journey and a walk that I have with God that is a journey of growth, a journey of growing up in him, a journey of maturing in him. And that is a lot of that. I have a role to play just as much as God has a role to play. So how can I partner with God in this season to go deeper with him? Because there will come a time when this thing that I'm praying about comes to pass. And will I be ready, right? There will come a time where I move forward into that thing. And will I be ready? There will come a time where, you know, all of those years of praying and times of fasting or different challenges and things that were overcome, God will restore all of that. And will I be ready to walk out the newness of life that he's presenting to me? So, What I find helpful as far as hope is concerned is not necessarily acting as if, but extending your faith. There's a risk to believe, but I think the greater risk is in not believing, honestly, right? It doesn't cost you anything to extend your faith financially, right? But it costs you a new mindset. It costs you self-control and the fruit of the spirit. It costs you looking inside and looking in your heart. It costs you having conversations with God. It costs you, right, in, in sacrifice of what you're willing to do with you and your time and how you show up. Okay, so when you think about God actually saying yes and amen to you and and blessing you with these desires of your heart, how would you show up differently? There's a great question, right? If I were the best in the world at whatever your craft is, whatever your talent is, whatever your purpose is, how would I show up? Think about that. If I were the best in the world, how would I show up? You know, would I would I sleep in till noon? Would I, you know, how would I eat? How would I take care of my body? Who would I hang out with? Whose who's counsel would I seek? What kind of activities would I fill my schedule with, right? Would I, how would I show up on social media? Would I show up on social media, right? These, these questions, if you frame them, so if you ask yourself better questions, let me say it this way, if you ask yourself better questions, you get better answers. So if I were the best in the world at whatever I do, how would I show up? Great question, right? If God were going to fulfill this desire of my heart, how would I show up differently? What would I need to believe? How would I act, right? What would I do now to move the needle forward, to start closing that gap more and more every day and partner with him in walking this thing out? Because it's not that God doesn't want me to have it, but there is a time and a season for everything under the sun. We see this in Ecclesiastes. There's also a maturing process happening. There's a growth process happening. And we grossly underestimate the preparation (laughs) and the growth journey with God. So 
That doesn't, though, have to be something that we resent or that we resist. It can actually be something that we enjoy and that we have fun with, right? A great way to also restore confidence is just look back on your life, right? Not not to dive into any of what happened, but look back on your life for where you are today, right? Where you are today was once impossible to you. Literally, it was. It was once impossible to you, right? You know, if you if you had times and seasons of crazy anxiety and mental torment, it probably was impossible that you could just be free in your mind and sleep soundly, right? But God, or maybe you had so many failed relationships that you never thought a fulfilling relationship and a you know divinely ordained relationship were for you, but God, right? Or maybe... You know, you you didn't know what your purpose was and you didn't think that your life had value. And then all of a sudden, God is using you in ways that are exceeding what you ever imagined for yourself. But God, right? So if you can give yourself credit for how God is working, then you can also extend your trust for how he is leading, okay? So take a look at one of the desires of your heart. Maybe that is to, let's say it's to write your story, okay? I was talking with a client the other day she had a very crazy story, um, but she said that she kept getting these people to, telling her that she should write her story, that she should write a book. It could really encourage other people. And often I do believe that that is true. <laughs> However, that's never something that she considered doing in her own right, nor that something that she feels comfortable doing. However, she keeps getting presented this suggestion okay so part of that's praying about it you know is this just people saying this to you or is this god saying it to you however if it's actually god she could say okay from being a published author and maybe mentoring people or helping people or teaching people training people whatever from there to where she is today that's the gap so how can she start showing up every day to start closing that gap well one thing she could start blocking off space in her week, in her day to journal, to write, to outline, whatever, to just show up to a blank page, to start getting things of, you know, if it's her story or ideas that she has, to start saving them in some place so that she's just pouring them out and getting them ready. She might, you know, look into different ways that she can produce a book. Maybe she doesn't want to write it herself, but maybe she wants a ghostwriter. Maybe she wants to be able to dictate it somehow. She might be able to look into resources to do that, right? She might um, get feedback or pilot her content with different people and ask them what would be most helpful for them to know, right? Or what really served them when she shared this with them before, right? She might also look into communities that the book or the audience would really be for so that she can, you know, prepare for opportunities to speak with them, right? But there's literal actions that she can start taking every day to start closing that gap. Are you with me? So the same thing for you. There will come a time where God is going to answer this prayer, the secret petition of your heart, right? But will you be ready? Right? Or are you just waiting for God to bless you? Are you just waiting for him to show up? Are you just waiting for him to bring the increase? Because you don't want increase if you're not ready. <laughs> right? You don't want to be promoted if you don't have your life together. You don't. Right? Because you just have more eyes on you and more people that can either love or hate you. Right? 
More people means people that like you and people that don't like you, people that agree with you and people that don't agree with you, right? So if you can't handle criticism now, for example, can you handle it at another level? Likely no, right? If you can't manage your mind right now, can you do that at another level, right? Are you not reading the word? Are you not being transformed by the renewing of your mind? If your faith is really low, right, the next level what kind of faith do you think that's going to require, right? So there's things that you can be practicing now and that you would practice now or that you would develop now or that you would prepare now if you actually believe that there will come a time when God is answering your promise, okay? So, you know, again, using the the writer, well, I have a better example. So before going to graduate school for film production, this was my thought. There will come a time where I'm going to live in California, it's inevitable. Like I had no doubt in my mind that I was going to live in California. And that to my, you know, 18 year old self, 17 year old self sounded fascinating. That was like a huge dream for me that seemed impossible. But I was like, I don't know how, don't exactly know when, but I know that I'm going to California. I know that there is purpose there for me. I know that there is something that I'm supposed to be in California for. No clue what that looked like, right? So, Years later, probably about four years later, I literally, down to the wire, uh, found out that I got accepted into the graduate school that I desired to go to in California. <laughs> they had forgotten or something happened in their administrative office where they did not send out my acceptance letter. So I literally got it weeks late and I had a week to get my life together to get to California, okay? But I knew that I was gonna go even down to literally the last day. The last day that I was going to give myself to wait on California is when I received that letter. If I didn't receive that letter that day, what I planned to do was to get a job and just kinda wait for the next directive, the next step. But still, I had a mustard seed that was like, it's possible. I'm getting to California, right? And I absolutely was meant to be in California. There was so much growth, so much change that happened there. That's actually where I really found my purpose and what I am gifted to do on the earth and uh, in, in some unique qualities about myself uh, that just set me on fire that if I hadn't gone to California, that would never have happened, okay? But since I knew that I was going there, there was things that I was doing to prepare Okay, and that's key. One was keeping my faith strong. One was constantly putting influences of California all around me. In college, I had like a hula, a hula skirt bed skirt. I had, you know, palm tree frames. I had reminders of California everywhere, everywhere, <laughs> right? Uh, so I just constantly kept reinforcing what was to come, okay? So what that looks like as a person of faith is declaring it, is not just, yeah, I believe, but actually speaking to mountains, speaking God's truth over circumstances, speaking out into the atmosphere, faith, releasing your faith, okay? It's not just something that you hold on to or you just write down on paper. It's something that you speak of your life, especially when you don't feel like it. There's power in that and you have authority to do that, okay? It's deciding to live as an empowered person now, not when it comes to pass, but now so that when it does come to pass, you're going to be ready and then some, 
right? It's increasing your carrying capacity. So just like lifting weights, right? We don't get strong. We don't develop our muscles when we're not lifting weight, okay? So what is the weight that you're putting on the bar? Are you spending more time in the word and storing up the word in your heart? Are you writing down and identifying any lies that you're believing so you can write truth next to them and start speaking the truth of your life? Are you taking a course and growing in your knowledge of the kingdom? Are you seeking a spiritual mentor or advisor and somebody that can keep you accountable? What are you doing to grow and develop? That's what I want to encourage you with today because there will come a time where that desire, that secret petition comes to pass. Will you be ready? Remember upgrade season, the level up, the glow up is all about who you're becoming in him. And that is your greatest gift to yourself is to grow and mature in Christ in his likeness, to grow in his image and likeness, right? That is such a blessing that you can give other people, right? Because apart from God, we are nothing. And apart from God, we can do no good thing. And internal freedom and peace, right? This peace that surpasses all understanding, That is so empowering. Again, it gives you this ability and authority that is authentic in your life. And you can really go into new levels and new places when you have that, okay? And when you sense that you're being led because you have this intimacy with God, you're able to see into him more, you're able to grow in your your knowledge and your understanding of his word and his truth and apply that in your life and, and have a lifestyle that's built on his truth and built on his principles, right? When in doubt, follow the truth right? There's a scripture that says, trust God and do good, (laughs) right? You can always come back to that. That's a simple thing. When in doubt, trust God and do good, right? Study his commandments. That's where knowledge, that's where wisdom comes from. Study. If you want to grow in wisdom, yes, ask for it, but study his word as well. Ask God to, to highlight the meaning of that and what that means for you and how that pertains to you in the season. And then conduct yourself passionately. Step up, show up, be the leader that you wish that you had. Serve others the way you wish they would show up and serve you, right? If you want to be honored, honor, show honor, right? If you want to be blessed, be a blessing. If you want to be loved, love other people. If you want to receive and to have other people engage or support you, then engage in the lives of other people, support the lives of other people. If you want people to give and invest in you, then invest in other people, right? There are things that we can do. And I want to just encourage you that when we say, I don't know, things are never working out for me, it's never going to work. Being a victim is never the answer, okay? So decide that you are the authority in your life, that you've been given wisdom to make good decisions in your life, and that your voice matters, your purpose matters, your leadership matters, your influence matters, how you show up matters. And you'll really be able to do that when you get the revelation that God's vibes matter, right? When you set that as your priority and keep it set, when you seek the things of the kingdom, all the other stuff will be added to you. So there will come a time. Are you ready? Are you ready? And if the answer is no, again, no blame, no shame, but what are you doing to get ready? Okay, when you see verses and words like now is the time, it's true. What are you doing now to show up for your life? Because today is a gift. There's some people fighting for the life today, right? Are you taking for granted this life that you've been given, right? Humbling, sobering, 
there's a scripture too that says, teach us to number our days. That way we live with passion. We live with urgency. We just don't let it fly by. Okay. And every day can be a treasure hunt. It can be exciting, right? When you're connected with God. Okay. He can guide you. He will establish your steps. And when you start with him, you'll see more clearly how he's doing that for you. All right, guys, I hope this message blessed you. If you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. I'd love if you would give me a rating and leave a comment, particularly on any episode that is resonating with you. And if you do that, email info.julianapage at gmail.com and I will make sure to get a free devotional to you. And then as far as other ways to connect, stay tuned, friends. I have a beautiful mastermind that I have been cooking up that launches in October and all sorts of other goodies over at julianapage.com. So if you're not on my newsletter, if you haven't visited julianapage.com, get on the newsletter, which you can do over at julianapage.com. All right, guys, until next time, stay blessed.